it's slimy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't want to send this to you because you'll be so grossed out. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Anne and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Erin. Hey, y'all. Can I say that uh, those 10 seconds of silence before we start the show are so difficult? It's like you're my forbidden fruit. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk to you so Uh, bad. Context. So in Audacity, you you can remove the noise profile, uh, but you have to, you can remove the noise, but you have to get a noise profile. So you have to like have kind of 10 seconds of nothing so it can get the background audio and delete that and make it sound better and so each week we talk for like 15 minutes and then we have to be quiet for like 10 seconds and it's a very long 10 seconds it's very long every time I'm like oh god I want to tell her things I don't, <laughs> even have I don't even have anything I want to tell you I'm just like oh god I gotta talk to her right now <laughs> it's so weird it's so weird because I'm never not allowed to talk to you Except for those 10 seconds every week. Yeah, because usually so I can just long. talk all day long and it doesn't matter. I'll be like, I can always talk to Leslie. Uh, yeah, so that's hard. Anyway, so let's see. I tried to start something. I haven't really finished all the – I've done one post. I haven't finished all the posts uh, yet. But within um, uh, some other podcasts and people and such do like – ways of promoting what they're listening to or who they think is quality in the field, blah, blah, blah. So I thought we should do a, what we're listening to Wednesdays where, cause Leslie and I both listen to a lot of pot. Leslie listens to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a fair amount. Yeah. I think that you, you listen to so many. It's amazing. It's, it's beautiful. And uh, it's a way for people to, if you, like us at all maybe maybe you'll want to check out these things i don't know um i I realized as i'm speaking about it like why am i even posting these well it's just to share what we think is awesome because we think a lot of people are creating a lot of amazing material and god podcasts you know they're freaking they're free they're amazing and also you can like also participate and tell us what you're listening to so we can also listen to those things mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that's i haven't oh yeah i did say that on twitter that i was like i it's kind of i think i would like for this to start a dialogue like even like hashtag Mm -hmm. w what is it It was like w walt w basically (laughs) it's like what it becomes what we're listening to Wednesday W Walt W uh, it's a terrible hashtag but I wanted to kind of start a dialogue with people sharing what they also listen to like even if it's a specific episode or if it's just even like music music works too we end up talking about podcasts on this but you know yeah. music and um, audiobooks or mm-hmm. whatever I'm what are you listening always looking for stuff to listen to because I have almost eight hours a day Mm-hmm. listen to things and i use most of that time to not interact with other humans and listen to those things so yeah 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 and i commute and i walk and stuff and i, I need it too and i love i just like listening excuse me to things and so i i on facebook have posted leslie's uh beautiful mm-hmm. i was gonna say it's specific you know you've talked about 
actual episodes that you're yeah, listening to I, and recommend. Which I love this week. Yeah, on other platforms like probably Twitter, I'm just gonna link whoever, like whatever the mm-hmm. names are and stuff, so you guys can check them out. But um, yeah, so please feel free to get involved. Also, Pinterest, Leslie. Oh yeah, so each week um, when you post the things, I'll just um, do a pin in that we have a board that's called like what our our podcast Rex, I think I. Oh, you made a board. Yeah, so that like after you post, if it's something that we haven't like posted or shared before, it'll be just like a link to the homepage of that podcast, and you can check out. Okay. Oh, so smart. I don't understand Pinterest, so I just let you do that. (laughs) I don't. I don't understand. So, uh, so yeah, that's what we got going on. Leslie, uh, do you have a sugar break moment? I do. Um, and it's actually a tangent to the show, to our show. Um, so I went home this weekend to see my parents. I was supposed to go home last weekend and I didn't because hurricane, it was not safe to travel, uh, which is actually ended up being good because we are, but areas directly around us were not fine. And, um, so I went this weekend instead. And so Got to hang out with my mom and my dad, and my dad cooked his uh his famous vegetable soup that he's been cooking since forever. And oh, I didn't know about that. They sent me home like a whole thing, so it's it's great. Yes. And mom and I always like to play stuff. We usually play backgammon, but since I've been oh yeah board games, I took a bunch up there and we played Splendor, which oh. if you've never played, check it out. It's awesome. Um, and we watched uh Conjuring two because it's. It's, I'm doing, Y'all had a good night. We did. We had a really good night because yeah. I'm doing 31 horror movies in 31 days for October, and I'll share all this like on here probably and be obnoxious when I'm done. Um, so we watched a horror movie. Wait, are you counting ones that you've seen or no? Uh, only a couple of them. So like Conjuring okay. 2 uh, and Hocus Pocus. And yeah. Then, uh, it's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. There's like a few favorites oh. thrown in, but mostly good. it's new stuff and mostly it's yeah. kind of shitty. But it's fun. <laughs> well, uh, Country I mean, Two is entertaining. Good. <laughs> no, no, um, no. So we awesome. did that, and while we were, we went to the grocery store because obviously we had to have wine. <laughs> and I was talking about our podcast, and my mom, as you know, is from Poplar Bluff, where Charlene is from, yeah, and yeah. that's where Linda Bloodworth Thomas is from. Tom Thompson, whatever Linda Bloodworth, or maiden name, that's where she's from. Yeah. And so she told me that growing up, like, uh, my grandmother didn't know them directly, but they were, like, the bigwigs in Poplar Bluff. Mm-hmm. So they were, like, the doctors and the lawyers and, like, the, the professional people in Poplar Bluff. And they had a lot of, like, influence and a lot of money and different things. So um, when the show first came on, my <coughs> mom and grandma would watch it. And my grandma would talk mm-hmm. about, like, you know, basically, like, knowing who they were and knowing of them and their influence in the community growing up. And she always thought that was pretty cool. Oh, oh! That's it. <laughs> I wasn't wasn't expecting that to be over. Oh, yeah, sorry, um, it's it. I was just lulled by your voice. I don't know. I have no idea. Have What's no your idea. sugar maker moment? God, you know what? I'm not exactly sure. Um, I always pick like friend things. What was my sugar? Maker? I feel like there's. I don't know. Had some really beautiful moments is that what we what makes even a sugar baker moment is it beautiful stuff is it when you're like empowered oh i feel like something happened and i was like yes that's my sugar baker moment and then i forgot it so i will pick that my friend who had been uh kind of working through some stuff lately 
and we've we've been friends for at least a year. Yeah, I met her a year ago, and but we uh, we've always had fun. We've always been like a certain amount of close, but I feel like we've been definitely getting closer more recently and talking about like heavy, like deep things and, and, and being very supportive of each other. And she was having some like relationship stuff. She kind of wanted to talk through, uh, with, you know, another ear, you know, kind of working. Cause you know, anyone who's been in any type of relationship, friendship, romantic, whatever knows that sometimes you have to, you're bringing, you're bringing your baggage. Like they talk about in rent, you know, mm-hmm. you're bringing your baggage and, uh, is it going to work with the other person? Or not, you know, and, they, and sometimes you end up having to work through your shit, especially if it's for a long-term relationship or a romantic relationship or like a deep relationship, you're having to work through shit. Mm-hmm. So she's, um, she was working through some shit. I'm cussing a lot. <laughs> and um, uh, it was sweet. She had a moment last week on Wednesday Right. Yeah, of course, because we, we recorded that day when I was like, didn't go to work. And so I ended up being home and that was good. And I said, right. Wow. What was my, <laughs> I'm just having a moment where I was like, why did I not talk about this last week? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know why, because what I, what happened really later was the best part. So she just, I was just here and I was able to be a sounding board for stuff. And then she ended up talking to uh, her, the partner in question about, things and everything worked out. It was like, good. It was like, they just needed to talk through it. And they were, it was kind of, they were at a precipice where they could go forward, you know, but it was like Mm -hmm. scary for both of them type of thing. So, um, and you know, those are always weird. Those moments where you're like, Oh, do I want to just cut it and run or excuse me? Do I want to go forward and see where this leads? Those are always interesting and scary, uh, in, in life in general. So, um, I, was just doing the thing I do anyway with my friends or I want to listen to them. And, and, um, it was really sweet because after she like, let me know, she had uh, like a good talk with him that day so that they both would just calm the hell down. Cause they were both like panicking and stuff. And I was like, you guys just need to talk to each other and just get, get, get it all out. And after the fact, she talked to me about it and she's like, thank you so much for listening. We talked to each other. This is really great. Like, you know, we're on the same page. We just didn't realize it. So she was very sweet and said, I really appreciate you that you have put such you know, an effort into like being a good friend for me. I don't want you to think I take you for granted. Can I please take you out for like ice cream or frozen yogurt or something this Aww. week? And we go for a walk. It was very sweet. And I told you about it too, but that ended up, you know, we ended up walking a little farther to a, another place uh, that was maybe like a, I think it was like a mile or so away from where we live. So it was good. Like we were walking, you know, we were able to talk and then, uh, you know, it's interesting that she was taking me out to thank me for being a good friend, but then we tapped into something that I didn't realize I need to talk about, you know, with like a, a good friend myself. And so it was kind of like that. It was like the definition of, you know, like solid, like reciprocal friendship, you know, that she was taking me out because I had been able to listen to her about like relationship stuff. And then I ended up talking about my thoughts and feelings about relationship stuff that I'd had recently. So it's very interesting. So it kind of made me think about some of the things that they encourage on the show of uh, trying to, like I put in my tweet, like, you know, uh, ovaries before broveries mm-hmm. stuff you know, uh, coming together rather than fighting each other, even though they do fight each other plenty, 
Um, yeah, so I guess it's my sugar bigger moment is going into having frozen yogurt. And it was cool because the place we went had like so many options, like non-dairy, like sorbet and, and, uh, and of course plenty of flavors like they always do with these frozen yogurt places. But it was a very like New York City one because it had rainbow cookies as one of the toppings, like little baby ones that were cut up. And I was like, oh, what? And I think there was another thing. I can't remember what it was now that was very like regional to here that you can find here in like bakeries and stuff that I had never really had before I lived here. So I thought that was really long. Okay. That was too long. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Do you want to like discuss uh, the episode? This week? Yeah. This week we watched uh, season one, episode 20, April 13th, 1987. Uh, no, it's not Mary's dad days, Charlie. <laughs> I didn't change that. It seems for marriage, which to be honest, I didn't quite, I don't feel like it was a very well-titled episode. Oh, so it's a play on words. Uh, there is well, scenes for marriage. Yeah, it's a play on that. So I guess yeah. it, be, it shows it shows their scenes <clears throat> because they yeah, which we'll get into. But like they need other people to be okay with like living with each other. At least that's how it was. Yeah. Like, anyway. That must, yeah, that works. That works, I guess. I, the, the fact that you're showing the scenes is something that I didn't really think about. So I actually needed you to explain that connection because I was like, well, yeah, I got, it was like scenes from marriage I got yeah. and then scenes, but then the fact that they had, that they were showing and then it kind of erupts totally makes sense now. So, okay, I take that back because you have shown me the way. <laughs> what nonsense uh, Sugar Bakers takes on new clients a flamboyant couple who lavish the designers with expensive gifts with uh, Sissy is played by Janet Carroll, Shelby is Guy Boyd and Malcolm is Tracy Walter yeah <laughs> this is kind of a weird episode isn't it like it kind of is a little yeah weird. it's a little weird um, it's a little weird <laughs> but yeah Janet Carroll's done a lot of stuff uh, she's in Risky yeah, Business. Yes. And uh, more recently, Enough with JLo and Forces of Nature. And a bunch of stuff. But Wait, I did, you say forces, did you say Forces of Nature? Like the, yeah, one, the one with, with the... Sandra Bullock. And oh my God. I love that movie. I was sad. I think I, I probably. Oh, because of the fact that, like, they can't be together. Yeah, it's like, kind of weird. He ends up, up marrying. Yeah, he ends Both up like of marrying. These people are in rom coms. Anyway, I and... for this at all. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Why did I like that movie then? No, it's not that movie. No, I think because I really like Sandra Car- Sandra's character, and I kind of love Sandra Bullock just in general. Mm-hmm. The Sandy Bullocksies. Yeah, pretty much in general, I think I like her things, um, mm-hmm. even if she's like killing me like in Gravity. Like, oh gosh, that and was a lot. Me probably don't need to. I got. I, I don't need a high blood pressure. Right <laughs> I, I think mean, when I we came Alfonso back, I love on like a lot, but I don't. I don't know that. Oh I yeah. That. I think I remember when we came home, and I don't remember how we described it, but we were talking about, which I think actually was about a year ago. That not a year, no, not a year ago, obviously, but maybe like it was about this time of year that I went and saw it in the IMAX, and that. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember telling you that we had to get like cookout milkshakes on the way home, and we were describing it to you, and you're like, "Okay, I don't need to see this at all." And we're like, "Yeah, no, <laughs> you probably you probably are fine because <laughs> it's it's like a, we're like it's amazing, but it's intense." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no one really needs to see that as long as you like read the plot. There you go, you're good." Sorry. But it's just 
tense. Uh, yeah, like I felt it, which is great actually for those kind of people who are into, you know, a movie moving you, mm-hmm. then I think that they would like that, that they like, it just feels like, oh, you're very in tune with the characters, mm-hmm. uh, character really mainly in the movie. So yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so we started Sugar Bakers as normal. Yeah. And yeah. Harleen is talking about Dog Day Afternoon is going to be on TV. And how it made her cry so hard. And then she explains to them and us what that movie is in case you've never seen it. And I've never seen it. Have you? I've never seen it. I know about it because it's discussed widely, but I've never actually watched it. Um, but it's it's famous and well known because Al Pacino robs a bank <clears throat> to pay for his... Um, at the time, I guess it's it's his... They say it's his boyfriend's sex change operation. But he has a partner who is trans and is going to mm-hmm. get... An operation, which for the time was very like revolutionary, because that wasn't like, yeah. a film or anything. And yeah, uh, Charlene talks about how it made her cry really hard and sad. <clears throat> and Why? Then Suzanne pipes in with, "I don't understand how come you always hear about men changing into women, but you hardly ever hear about women changing into men." Which is not true today, but uh, Julia yes, says, no. My best guess would be it's hard to find a donor. Didn't. I know. I was like, I can't. A penis joke. A penis joke. Yeah, from <laughs> right. Julia. And then I was like, when I was like, well, yeah, at least that they're going to talk about trans in this show. I was nervous, right? Like, it, it could it could have been way worse. Oh, it could have been. And they dropped it there. Like, that was it. Yeah, they brought that's it. it. And they're good. I'm like, yes, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah they quickly we're good. move on to the subject of the show. Uh, Suzanne mm-hmm. is doing an art thing. She's drawing. I think her, her drawings are pretty cute. Um, yeah, I think so, too. But Julia says they all look like composite sketches of prostitutes. Yeah. And Suzanne no. says someone named Vlasco says that she has a unique quality. So whoever this person is, she holds him in high regard. And Julia says that Vlasco is a gigolo from Madrid who sits by Sissy's pool all day sipping <laughs> Oh, man. And then she brings up the, the issue that we'll be dealing with the entire episode is that she's tired of hearing about the Tates. And the Tates yeah. are uh, Sissy and Shelby Tate, and they are very, very rich. And they have done this several times where they hire designers and they quickly become their friends <coughs> and they blur that line by buying them too many things Oof. and indulging them with expensive trips and activities, and they won't take no for an answer. And Julia says that Charlene's on the phone half the day. Mary Jo seems to have taken a permanent residence at their house. But she commends Anthony because he is acting the best. Uh, he delivers the furniture, does his Yeah, job, she gives a out. whole long speech. I'm like, oh, well, Anthony's yeah. about to screw this all up. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah. She says, you know, you don't see him acting all gaga. And then immediately Anthony walks in in a giant Stetson hat. I could never be happier. It was amazing. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, he says he delivers the he's delivered the armoire and they ask about, you know, his hat, like what's going on? And it's it's Shelby's hat. And I love his white man voice. <laughs> Anthony's white mm-hmm, man voice mm-hmm, is like my mm-hmm, favorite mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he says that Shelby asked him if he liked watermelon. And he's like, I'm talking to a guy who has four lawn jockeys on his front lawn. So I gotta like approach this delicately. And he says he doesn't like watermelon, but he could use a new pair of tap shoes. And it made Shelby laugh. And so he gave Anthony his hat. I thought that was kind of like racist stereotype. 
Oh yeah, thing? yeah. It's like it's a, it's like Anthony it's is really calling weird. out his racist stereotype. Oh, okay, I see, I see, I see. About another racist stereotype. You know, I don't understand racism. So. No, it's just a good thing. Um, huh. so he inter- like he made Anthony made him laugh, so he gave him his hat, and he says. I'll probably just shellac it and use it as a waist can because his head is ginormous. <laughs> I love that hat. I don't want to wear that hat. It's except for I don't, hat. you know. Um, oh, and so about this time, Mary Jo comes in and she's wearing the same clothes as she had on yesterday. She's walking in. As I put on Twitter, it's a walk of shame, but it's, it's 2016. Let's get rid of the shame. Yeah, it's a, it's a walk of shame, but not. it's a completely different reason than you think. Um, mm-hmm. She spent the night on their houseboat because they want to redo their bedroom in a very special color that can only be found in this one place. And she holds up a life preserver, which is now her campaign picture that mm-hmm. says sweet. Fantastic work. Do it. That, that was you. That was fantastic work. I love it. Thanks. Um, mm-hmm. So they have this, this life preserver and it says sweet tater green on it. And that is the color and that's what they want. And they flew to the houseboat in the helicopter and then they flew 30 to 40 more people, uh, their friends, and then had a country western band flown in also and had a Cajun buffet for everyone to eat. Is this what some people's life is really like? I don't know. I guess there's some people who live like that. I wouldn't know. Because it seems like even though like super rich don't really do that, you know? I would hope not. Unless they're like, unless potentially they're like some celebrity, like, like a new rich, like if they're an actor yeah. or a musician or a, a athlete and they're like suddenly a millionaire and they're like, well, I have to do the dumbest shit right now yeah, because I've been given all this party. money. <laughs> yeah. I grew up with like rich people. Uh, and I just never I actually, it's, it's, uh, I guess that's the, that's why there's such a snobbery about old rich versus new rich, because actually a lot of rich people I knew, like, hold on to their they're money frugal that's how they have all of that's it. why they're rich why yeah they keep it yeah like if they're if they're generous or sweet people then they will kind of end up like treating friends like I, I remember like i would be taken on trips or i would get really fancy presents or whatever when it got to be birthday or christmas or they would like they would they would have their luxuries that they would splurge on but it wasn't like everything was over the top ridiculous all the time mm-hmm. but of course it's this tv so yeah, makes it more fun yeah, and uh, Mary Jo talks about the buffet, and she says it looks like a biology exam with cloth napkins. What does that mean? Um, I think it's like the the buffet is like uh, seafood. I assume because she says it's a Cajun buffet, so I assume it's just like thirty to forty people with this huge food spread of like all kinds of seafood that you can imagine, and it's like identify all of these different things. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I've never um, eaten that much seafood, so I don't like. I don't really get the reference. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And Suzanne says she thought uh, she just thinks that poor people make up that whole thing about money makes you happy, so they don't feel so bad. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. I mean, she's Ooh. not wrong. I, I, from my perspective, if I had money, I don't think I'd say that it. I don't think it. It doesn't make you unhappy. I don't think. I don't know, but I don't have a lot, so Depends. maybe that's why. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but Julie is not having any of this. No. She's done. No. Too much now. She can't have it. That, like, this is how, like, decorators get caught up in their lives, and they've done this, yeah. you know, time and time again. And the decorators yeah. either get fired or they quit because they, you know, something happens and the drama gets really high. Mm. And uh, Mary Jo points out that she wasn't carousing 
at one point I had a party hat on my head, but someone put it there. So it's not my fault. She's very much you sometimes. I love her. Yes, <laughs> and exactly. uh, Julia says, you know, before that you know it, they've taken over your body and soul. Like, this has got to stop. And Leslie, then, I really just remembered that we didn't do our holidays, by the way. Oh, we didn't. We'll do them at the end. It's fine. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you. That was very no, rude, but I just remembered. Because I was okay. like, uh, yeah, okay, continue. Um, But Charlene is kind of like, well, I don't understand why, like, we can't just enjoy a party without you making it sound like somebody's growing a pod in their basement. <laughs> um, and then Anthony pipes up and he agrees with Charlene. And then Mary Jo says that somebody at the party offered her $5,000 to redecorate her children's dollhouse. Which is <gasps> crazy. And then Charlene says, I would love that. I My favorite thing in the whole world is the house of miniatures at Knott's Berry Farm. And then she <laughs> talks about the fleas that are dressed up like a bride and groom. And they have all their little flea house, their little flea ta- chairs, and their little flea tables. And then <laughs> Julia interrupts her. She's like, enough. Stop. Yeah. Cannot handle all this. I felt very much like Julia during this whole conversation. I was like, <laughs> didn't even want to pay attention. Like, what is this nonsense? Stop it. It's too much. Too much. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Charlene gets really excited because Sissy said she's going to give them an intro reading with her psychic. <laughs> and it's the same psychic that uh, Pia Zadora uses, who's an actress. Mm-hmm. I looked her up. I don't know. Yeah. Her, but she's. I think she was stage. famously spiritual, though, too. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. And then Charlene's like, she you know, she knows what she's talking about. She predicted that Pia would get out of films, and, like, she did. She retired. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then, like, uh, Mary Jo realizes that Julia's anger is escalating, and so she's trying to get Charlene to, like, stop talking about Sissy for a moment. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, throwing all these receipts on her desk of all the things that they've done, and she accidentally drops a bracelet in the process, a very nice diamond tennis bracelet. And um, they ask, you know, like, where would this come from? How did you get this? Yeah. And Mary Jo was like, I, you know, it, they were so nice. They wouldn't let me say take no. They wouldn't take no for an she answer. Yeah. Yeah. She was able to uh, unclog the toilet in their houseboat. <laughs> she got oh this. And she said she didn't mean to keep it. She just forgot to return it. And uh, they talk about, you know, like, they wonder what it's worth or if it's real. And Charlie was like, oh, it is. She gave, uh, Sissy gave me a scarab ring and I had it appraised. Wow. A scarab ring, does that mean literally it's like a beetle? I think so. Yeah. I think or maybe it's, it's one that's, no. Maybe no, 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 like, no, no, but like it's shaped like that. Okay, okay, like okay. A, and like an emerald or maybe something in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, uh. Julia's like lost it, but Mary was like, "Well, you know, if you think you can do any better, and you think you can say no to these people, like I'll back down, and you can totally deal with them." Can we not jump over the thing that Suzanne does? That she keeps a jeweler's loop. It's amazing. Just to like look at it, <laughs> she's like, "Because you never know when someone's gonna throw jewelry at you." I'm like, "What?" Yep. That's very that's that's very classic of her. You got to be prepared. You never know. Yes, you got to be prepared. But yeah, so Julia's like challenged to see if she can withstand their generosity yeah so she tries um and flash forward she's coming back from her meeting with them and Mm -hmm. she says she simply explained to sissy and shelby that uh they want to do the best possible job and in order to do this they have to maintain a certain professional distance and in answer to that they tried to give her a horse yeah 
And, and she just said, she said no to everything. She did. She said no. Mm-hmm. And then they insisted on taking her to New Orleans for dinner. And she said no. And she firmly Which stated. that sounds nice, honestly. Right? I'm going to go to New Orleans <laughs> for dinner and wine. Um, she said there's a way of being kind, but nevertheless firm and letting people know who's in charge. And as she's talking, there's a knock at the door. And uh, Charlene opens the door and she walks in and she's like, Julia, your horse is here. <laughs> Julia, here's your horse. Oh my God, I love it so much. Which, yeah. Who knocked on the door? Because we don't ever see them. We just hear a <laughs> knock and then we see Charlene walking in Shut with the horse. Did the horse knock face. on the door? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no person. There's just Charlene dragging a horse into Shutterbakers. Oh my God. Oh, it was a knock. It wasn't like a doorbell, right? Yeah, it was. it was a knock. It was the horse. It was his hoof. He's one of those counting horses. Yeah, he's like Mr. Ed. You know. <laughs> I did not. How did the horse get there? Did it walk? Did it Did it walk? I guess it walked it from there. They just, they just told it where to go. It knows. It's like, that's God. where my new owner is. And it knows where Sugar Baker is. Sugar Baker's is because well, everyone knows where Sugar Baker's is. All they did was look at it and say Sugar Baker's and yeah, where to go. It knew. It knows where it's going. <laughs> Um, so then that's, I was obviously like where a commercial break would be and then they come back and, um, Mary Jo is looking at Suzanne's drawings and she says she thinks she should talk to someone because she's drawing the same face over and over Yeah. and she's trying to place where it, like where she's seen this face before. And she's like, I got it. It's Bambi. That's so strange. Bambi with bangs, Bambi with a bun, Bambi with barrettes, but it's definitely Bambi. And Suzanne's ah. like, no, I'm much, I'm much deeper than that. It's not Bambi. Mm-hmm. But they, all of them do have like the doe eyes, like the big doe eyes. I and thought it was supposed to be Suzanne, honestly. I, I mean, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. I thought that was where she was, in fact, going with that. That she was going to be like, oh, you're just drawing the same. And then she was going to say she was like narcissistic or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so. Sissy's so... actually going to host an exhibit. That's why Suzanne's doing all of these sketches. Mm-hmm. And um, as she's talking about this, Mary Jo's still going on and on about the Bambi thing, and she says she's never seen Bambi in full makeup before. That's so strange. And at this point, the phone. He's always wearing mascara, so whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the phone rings, and it is uh, Sissy calling about Julia. She apparently has gone to Miami with Shelby. <laughs> and they're like, "What?" And Sissy mm-hmm. says that they wanted to eat stone crabs. So they went to Miami to get stone crabs. And at this point, Julia comes in and Charlene hangs up. And Suzanne asks where she's been, knowing full well. Mm-hmm. And Julia says, oh, she's just been on a little morning walk. And then Mary Jo says, no, we know where you've been. <laughs> and Suzanne says, you owe us an explanation. And she's like, you know, backpedaling, like, it was strictly business. And we had to do this thing. And then when she takes off her coat, Got bib. she has on a bib. <laughs> and it says, I made a pig of myself at Stone Sefters or Suffers. Oh, you're so good. I couldn't read it. Uh, I think that Stone oh. Suffers, I guess it's a place uh-huh. that serves stone crabs. Have and you ever had a stone crab? What's a stone crab? I don't know. I don't think I've ever had one. Okay. Um, but uh, she's. I'm allergic to crab. I don't know. Oh yeah, so you would not eat that. No, I can't do it. No. Um, so she fell asleep on the plane, and Mary Jo says, "And you got mad at me for wearing a party hat." <laughs> yep. And now the excuses begin. Um, 
she says that this is this was the only time that Shelby could look at the blueprints for his new dressing room that he wants to do. And they're like, "Yeah, why what are you wearing that bib? How? What are they even doing?" Yeah, and they're like, "Why are you wearing that bib?" And she said, "Because I ate more crabs than uh, three Allstate insurance salesmen from Illinois who also made it to the finals." Shout out to Allstate. Shout out to Allstate. So she not only went and did this, she entered a competition for eating mm-hmm. these crabs, mm-hmm. and she, mm-hmm. of course, she did. I mean, I'm pretty proud of that. Though. Well, no, no, I'm not. No, no. I don't like eating competitions. I especially don't like eating competitions where a whole bunch of animals have to die. So I'm going to lie. I mean, I'm lying when I say I'm proud of it. But I like that she won something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so okay, Charlie sorry, points out that she says uh, she thinks Sissy's getting jealous because um, Julia just went with Shelby to do this thing without her. Yeah, true them alone. And, you know, she's like, nah, whatever. That's suspect as hell. And then a dude shows up. Yeah, he does. Why not? Sugar Bakers. It's capital of Atlanta. Yes. He knows. He just decides. He knows where to go. He knows where to go. Uh, he's an awesome name. The capital of Atlanta. It is. Uh, he's an awesome name. Malcolm Boggs. Private investigator. Man, the Boggs is what gets me. Yeah. That just sounds very noir, doesn't it? It does. I don't like know. Sam Spade or something. Yeah. Um. So he said he... <laughs> I was just outside of that's a character actor too because I recognize him. Yeah, he's been in some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he was just outside admiring the sugar baker's ambiance. And if you don't mind my saying so, you have a nice one uh, yourself in here. Excuse me, sir. So he shows her. He's a slightly uh, married woman. Yeah. <laughs> and so he shows her pictures of her and Shelby. Apparently, like she tripped on the jet or whatever, and he was helping oh, her right. up, but it looks compromising. Oh, yeah, it does. And apparently he works for Mrs. Tate, and his job uh-huh. is to follow Mr. Tate. And uh-huh. he says it's not easy because Mr. Tate has his own private jet, and Boggs has to go commercial. <laughs> that was my favorite joke. It's so stupid. So what was it? Where was it? Oh, the, the almost died. Uh, oh, going down the Nile. Yeah. And then there was the expedition to the Arctic where uh, his sled broke down and the dogs turned on him. Yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous. And uh, so Excuse he's me. talking about you know gathering evidence for their divorce or whatever, and the women actually kind of get a little upset. And he's like, "No, you know, don't worry about it. They've been getting divorced going on sixteen years." Mm-hmm. And he says that he used to have other clients. I wonder how long they've been married. And kids, do what? I wonder how long they've been married. Probably sixteen years. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. oh man um so yeah julia's like trying to throw him out and he says um mr tate doesn't look too kindly on the people or mrs tate excuse me do- doesn't look too kindly on the people who don't sign the verification form because he wants her to sign this thing saying that she was with him yeah. so if they ever yeah. do get divorced she can use it in court that and seems then, weird is that normal no I don't can't that. private investigator just have stuff and be just, like, like have pictures yeah um, but then Julia says she doesn't look too kindly on people who have her followed. Yep. And then he points out as he leaves, you know, if you think that, like, I look bad, you ought to see the guy who's following around Mrs. <laughs> oh, jeez. And so they are th- fully, and en- all the ladies are fully enthralled in this drama right now. The phone rings. Charlene picks it up and says, not now, you have to call back, and immediately hangs up on the customer. Um. And Julia's talking about she doesn't think it's her fault and she shouldn't be blamed. And then she starts calling out all the other ladies for, like, the things that they've done. And um, 
Mary Jo in turn says, you know, well, I returned the bracelet, but we have no proof that you returned the horse. And Susan <laughs> asked her if she got a receipt for returning the horse. Uh-huh. And then Julia calls her out and says that she's the queen of sucking up to the rich. And so they're all just like arguing each other and calling each other out. And uh, we find out Charlene has a Rolex from them. And she says that she was just holding it. And they're like, till when? And she says, until my conscience gets the better of me. <laughs> and all the time they're like tearing each other down and, and arguing with yeah. each other. This little old lady wanders in. I loved, I, as soon as she walked in, I was like, this is going to be classic that it's gonna be like she's gonna end up being some catalyst for a big old revelation and then she's gonna be like i gotta pee or something like that i literally thought that as soon as she walked in i was so happy and that's exactly what happened exactly what happened she asked can i ask a question and they're like no and then they realized that like crazy they just screamed at a little lady in atlanta they would not get away with screaming at a lady like that come on Mm. And then they, they like, that's their aha moment. And this, like, the, the Tates are interfering with their work and they're not, like, taking care of their customers and they're lashing out at people. And so they all start apologizing to each other. And then Julia says, you know, it's time we made a decision. You know, are we going to be the, the Sissy and Shelby business or are we going to be the sugar bakers we set out to be where we treat each customer uh-huh. with the same care and attention they deserve? And they're like, yeah, we're going to do that. And, um... So Julia's like, oh, and it's all thanks to you, Joan Q. Public. What can we do for you? And she's like, I just wanted to use your bathroom. I'm very glad or and also impressed that you wrote that down. Oh, thanks. Uh, so then they we cut to them at uh, Shelby and Sissy's house, and they're trying to quit. Uh, but it is no easy task. Oh, man. This, this, this got nuts. It's crazy. <laughs> like... So nuts. Like if it weren't, you know, a comedy, it could be a horror movie. Uh, I mean, like the I was to get them to stay. I was disturbed yeah. that there was a laugh track, which okay, they had. <laughs> I saw your tweet, but, but I was like, "What? You can't!" There was a man like they would not even for a minute get away with a laugh track on. Well, they wouldn't have that scene. I don't think today. <laughs> But there was certainly would not be a laugh track, or that may even been a live live audience. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but oh my goodness! So Julia's trying to be very professional about the whole thing, and she says, "You know, we're a very small firm, and you, you, you know, you're trying to do very big things, and we're just not really equipped to fill your needs." And then Mary Jo's like, "You're you're just over our heads by like infinity." Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlene takes this opportunity to tell Sissy that she wants her to know how much she appreciates <clears throat> the things that yeah. she gave her, but she has to give them back. And she says the perfume too. And I love this bit; it makes it funnier, even though it's weird. She says yes, but it has nothing to do with this. I just decide on the last season, uh, the last TV season. If John Forsythe is too stupid to tell an imposter from Linda Evans, then I can't wear his perfume. That so wait, I had to look it yeah. up. It's on. It was on. Thank Dynasty. you. I was going to guess. I was was like Dynasty or like Dallas or something like that. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. And uh, Sissy points out, oh, well, you know, I guess I'll just have to send back the Mustang. And Charlene's like, Mustang. I I could be bought, apparently, because that hurt my heart. I have a lot (laughs) of Mustang nowadays, but I was like, shit, if someone was offering me a new car, I would have a moment. I would have a moment. (laughs) Especially I do like Mustangs. I'd be like, Oh no! Wait, can I just have that and then and just bye? No more. And then no more. <laughs> no more. She's no like, more hey, for you. You know, you mentioned you were having trouble with your car. 
And Charlene's like, yeah, but it was just what 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 color was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Navy with mm-hmm. a camel top. And then you could just see Charlene's face. Oh, fall. poor thing. I know. She's she's having that internal monologue. I don't <laughs> like, blame her. That's so, tough. My morals, yeah. And uh, yeah. at this point, Shelby calls out Cece. It's a lot of people calling other people out for things in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says uh, if she hadn't had Malcolm follow he and Julia, this wouldn't have happened. And then Sissy says, you know, if you'll call off your watchdogs, then I'll call off mine. And yes. uh, Suzanne points out that they do not have to pay for her sketches unless you really like them. And Sissy's like, oh, no, I love them, you know, and, and Shelby does, too. And then they're like, OK, well, you know, thanks. It's uh, it's been real. We're going to go. And then Shelby's like, no, I don't, I don't like this. I don't. I like you. I like spending time with you. We don't want you to go. Is there anything we can do? He knows uh-huh. they're a little unorthodox, but what makes up? He's like, that's what makes it everything worth getting up for in the morning. You know, what's money anyway? It's just a bunch of paper that you trade in for things you want. And he literally throws it and on them. He literally makes it rain over. I was going to say that. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. He just, he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just throwing the money. And their little faces, like, oh. Like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, if you can't yeah. spend it on the people you like, what's the point of keeping it around anyway? I mean, um, good point. Yeah. And she, Sissy talks about all the things that she likes about them. She's like, Mary Jo, you're so anxious to please. You know, I say I like something, and you're like, yeah, that's a really good idea. And then Shelby says he doesn't like it, and then you're like, yeah, well, it can also be kind of boring. <laughs> And then she says she loves Suzanne with her sketches and the chest I still don't believe isn't silicone. And Wait. That's what she, like, one of the things she points out about. Oh, she that, like, oh, she has amazing oh, breasts oh, and she oh, 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 oh. I missed that. This all got chaos and I missed the actual, I mean, it like, went nuts. lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and also she always has this cat that ate the canary grin. And she- then Charlene is the only woman she knows who likes to talk on the phone more than her. Yeah. And she says, I will find a way to give Waylon Jennings your phone number because they have the same accountant. <laughs> of course. And then she apologizes to Julia about the private eye. And she says that they have the same soul. It's just in a different package. And so they're trying to appeal to them. And mm-hmm. Julia says, okay, well, you know, it's going to take two more weeks to do this job. For two weeks, do you promise that things will be conducted in a more business-like fashion? That <coughs> will. And Shelby's like, yeah, you know, if that's what you want. We were just trying to be friendly. And uh, Julia points out the specifics. No more gifts, no more fights, no more phone calls. Mm-hmm. And so they come to an agreement. And then Sissy and Shelby immediately start arguing about redecorating the room they are in, which is the gun room. Why do you need a gun room? Why? And it's like a hunting room. Yeah. There's like, he's got all the dead animals. There's yeah. There are guns. And she says she wants to completely redecorate it to look like this very colorful vase that is sitting on some random table, which is the complete opposite of what the room is like now. Mm-hmm. And, of course, It's like Mary kind of jo, pastel. <laughs> yeah. And Mary Jo immediately tries to please. Uh, and then Charlene says, have you ever thought about running for president? Because she immediately mm-hmm. talks out of both sides of her mouth. So, to settle this, uh, Shelby just straight up shoots the vase into a million pieces. Oh, my God. And at this like, point, they're pretty terrified because uh, things are being shot. Th- like, it was weird enough. I, I, he, he, I mean, he was, like, kind of threatening them that they sh- 
like shouldn't leave when he ha- and he just had the rifle in his hand. He's kind of like yeah. jokingly, jokingly saying stuff to his wife. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. and then he starts shooting things. He actually shoots. What? So they all try to sneak out at this point, and then yeah, she, uh, Sissy is pissed, so she shoots one of oh. the things he has hanging on the wall off the wall. And they keep shooting things and arguing, and so like they all bolt for the, all the ladies bolt for the door. Yes. And then we cut to the end, where <laughs> they all come back into Sugar Bakers. You know, I love. You know talking about uh, all of this uh, making amends and like you know being businesslike and all this stuff, and they cut the light on, and they're all wearing mink coats because that is Shelby and. Uh, Sissy's way of apologizing for shooting a bunch of things in their presence. I have a lot of thoughts about this. Yeah, I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, they can just be, that they can be bought. First of all, be so bought. easily. Yeah. yeah, they can be bought. Okay. Uh, and that, that's, <sighs> so, it's taking it so lightly. Yeah. It's the really creepy part that, like, I think, no, it, though they've had they've had some things happen, uh, by this time in history that would make people not be so hilarious about guns. Maybe there have been more in in, in our time period, like since yeah. we've been alive, that uh, would make us think about it even more. But it just seems so strange to to think like, oh, aren't these like these guys are so crazy, so over the top. They've gotten, they just are like more and more and more. I mean, is it, is it attempting to be a satire on wealth? Maybe. That they're just so over the top that they will like pull rifle. Yeah. On, you know, when people, not on people, but like when people are there and start shooting and just kind of have like completely lost all sense of reality. Right, and, yeah. They're just like so far removed from like what a normal person would do. That yeah, like this just happen regularly because they don't treat it very heavily. It seems like you know this is what this no. is what happens. Like maybe they're for them anyway. Like they're a better couple, not a better couple because obviously it's unhealthy. But like they no. get along best when they're fighting, and like the more crazy things they do, the more they enjoy it. I don't know. <sighs> I guess so. But they make, they make a joke about the minks, and then Charlene's like, we're trash, and we deserve it. You know, we deserve these minks. And then Suzanne says, there's integrity, and then there's mink. And <laughs> yeah. that's how we end our episode. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> they all look uh, Yeah, I've never liked her. But, yeah. I, but I, you know, we're getting trickles of my feelings towards animal stuff <laughs> throughout this podcast. I think people were well aware that I'd not be and not be too excited about a whole bunch of fur coats as apologies for trying to uh shoot people. No, okay, he didn't try to shoot people. But God, I don't know. Shooting things. Just you know, Yeah, I was telling someone that they can't leave and they have a gun. Just seems really strange. Yeah. Did you have a favorite outfit of this episode? Uh yeah, I picked Sissy's outfit. Um, oh, thank goodness, because it was my runner-up. It's real loud. It's real. I A's. think it's amazing. It, yeah. it reflects like who she is perfectly. Yes. There's orange and red and pink and like bracelets everywhere, and she's got the big hair and like all the jewelry, and just it's perfect for her character for this episode. It's very over the top, just like she and Shelby are like super over the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
How about you? She seems like a dynasty character herself. She does. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, Mary Jo's uh, dress that looks kind of like velvety. Mm -hmm. And she's got the red shoes. I love those shoes. I'm so glad they made a comeback. Her Dorothy shoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's got her Dorothy shoes, but they're so, it's so funny. They're quite big. They are. They're kind of chunky. And the, yeah, you like know? the heel's kind of clunky. Yeah, kind of clunky. And then she's got like this, like, I mean, that's a potato sack of a dress. Really and is. then she's got the the um, scarf tied on it. So it almost looks like, like one of those like boat, not boat, but like sailor, <laughs> you know, <laughs> those boat necks. Yeah. It's something else entirely. Uh, those like sailor dresses and it's just mm-hmm. gosh she is so funny i would love to just have her wardrobe uh because it just looks cozy as hell it really does it's always just so i wouldn't wear the heels but it just always looks like i could just like curl up my whole body up into it you know <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like yeah i'll just do that um yeah that was really fun uh did you want to share the holidays even oh, though yeah, we didn't sorry, do- I forgot. we weren't um, that we could skip them we weren't that excited by them uh today is new friends day did you make a new friends, new friends day? day? I actually did. I talked to someone um, about doing some stuff in April. <laughs> no, that was kind of dumb. I, I want to be involved with an organization uh, that goes and helps people uh, abroad. And so I was talking to the woman in charge today and it was very cute because I wasn't sure uh, you know, I was kind of like moved to help them pretty quickly. Like as soon as I heard about them and I was like doing research and I was like, I don't know. But then we talked today on the phone and I could, she is nice. She brought up some, like she used some like keywords that I was already feeling. And so I was like, all right, there's like a connection here. Like this is going to be fun. And I may go like have coffee with her at some point or something like that, you know? That'd be cool. So yeah. Did you make a new friend recently? Uh, I made a new friend last night at Trivia. One of our oh, uh, normal or regular trivia members brought a friend of his, and she was very sweet. Oh, see, you can make new friends every day. Yep. That, that feels very like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood of us. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess is that all we have for this week? Uh, check us out on the internet, all the social medias, Facebook, um, iTunes, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. Hopefully YouTube will be updated by the weekend. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. It does help. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Let's see if I can like (laughs) recreate. My sounds a bit like Tina. It was like. That sounds like you're in a lot of pain. (laughs) That's not how I did it. Let me try again. Let me try again. Are you sure that's the sound you made? I'm like laughing. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I was like going to laugh while trying to do it. It was not good. Okay, let me try it again. Okay, sorry, okay, because I'm an idiot. No. Okay, let me try it again. No, I don't think I can without that. <laughs> I'm going to try one more time and make them out exactly the same. Okay, hold on. Uh... <laughs>